Hey, I have to let you know that I am a little bit nervous about our next episode. Why is that? Okay, well, we're going to be talking about some really important topics that we have not really experienced in our lives. That sounds like a challenge. Stay tuned to find out what that what topics we will be covering in the next episode of the Bible Story Podcast. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is Brayden, and my pro-host and wonderful friend over there is John Draper. Uh, I am a wonderful friend, aren't I? Well, I mean, if you were a wonderful friend, <laughs> yeah. then you know you would take this time to compliment your other friend in the room, wow. since you know you you just received a compliment. Ah, and then you, you know, is, is that is that how it works? Mm-hmm. I mean. What story are we looking into today? I hear it is a challenging one. Brady. Wow, fully yes. just brushed aside on that. Yeah, I guess I set myself up for that though. I'm sorry. No, you're I'm, not. Oh, <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm just really excited to know what we're talking about. You you really did pique my interest last week, and I have been waiting all week here to find out. Mm, okay, yes, fair enough. So, well, today we are talking about. Prejudice and discrimination. Wow, that that is a really important topic. Yeah, it is. And our, our story today, found at the very beginning of Acts, actually speaks pretty well to it. So, okay, I, a caveat, if you will, a precursor, a, a proclamation? A waiver? I don't think I'm so. I'm pretty sure that's the right word. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay, anyway, a, a pre-note, a note. Yes. Uh, okay, I want to be respectful in saying that John and I, your two hosts, Mm-hmm. Uh, as very white Canadians. Completely. Yep. Uh, we have not experienced much prejudice or discrimination that we know many other people groups have. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, we want to be understanding and, and conscious of that fact. But we also do think that it's important to speak to or about. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Okay. Uh, we are 100% white male Canadians. That's true. So... And... W- we're recording this in about October, November, and so we're just con- getting whiter as 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 the way, as the winter <laughs> as, goes. As there's less sun on our skin. Yeah, yeah. the tans fade. Okay, yes. so the understanding has been set. We are we are white males speaking to this issue that we haven't experienced, but we we want to mention it and talk about it. Yes. So let's carry on with the backstory for today. Okay. So we are still in Axed. Yes. And we are at the very beginning of the ch- of chapter six. We have seen the church growing. You know, literally thousands of people have been coming to Christ, and the disciples are working really hard to spread the message and hope about Jesus. Yeah, and so a few chapters ago, it mentioned you know the unity of the church and the Holy Spirit was connecting the people, and the momentum of the church seemed really un- unstoppable. You know, even with the threats, and I think we talked about um, the disciples being whipped and the punishment mm-hmm. that they were receiving. The the movement wasn't slowing down, you know, and, but we did see the religious leaders getting like mad and angry at the time. And yeah, the, the, it, it was being pushed forward. It, that's right. It was awesome. But like any group of people, you know, their work that's working together, yeah. there were bound to be some disagreements in leadership or about leadership or how things in general were being handled. It's just part of our fallen nature to rub each other the wrong way yeah i I mean if you've ever done a group project in school Hmm. yeah there's been times when i wished i could have done it by myself (laughs) yeah but okay it also seems important to note that even in this day and age like back then Mm -hmm. um 
individuals leading the church were obviously only human. So misunderstandings and, and error were bound to happen. Yeah, just just like it does today. You know, the church, as you know, great as it is, it is not right all of the time. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, Some people, if you're shocked by that statement, like, yeah, we could have a conversation. That's right. <laughs> And 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 we shouldn't be surprised because the people no. within the leadership and the congregation, um, the entire church, everybody part of the church, you know, they all have sinned. They all have something that they've done wrong in yeah. life, and so uh, it's just because it's not our, a surprise because of our humanity. That's right. Which is which is a beautiful thing that we get to be a part of the church, the of God's body, as sinful individuals. But it comes with pros and cons, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, it's crucial to keep in mind with that that Jesus Christ is the only person ever to live without sin. Yeah, that's right. that is absolutely crucial. <laughs> and and we read here in Acts six about some prejudice. So now let me just give you a definition. Okay, great. Prejudice would be defined as an assumption or an opinion about someone simply based on that person's membership to a particular group. For example, people can be prejudiced, prejudiced against, uh, can be prejudiced against someone else as a different because of their ethnicity, uh, because of their gender or or religion. Right. So membership, not necessarily saying that they sign up for that, as in terms of correct gender or race. Those are things that are just. Get, it's just what you are. It's just what you are. Um, but sometimes membership because you've chosen to affiliate yourself with the religious group exactly. or something else. Exactly. So it, can so, be, it can be both. Yeah. So, okay, in Acts chapter 6, all right, the group has, has actually, there's a group that's been marginalized that we're talking about, and it's, it's the widows, it's women who have been widowed, meaning yep. their husbands have died, and they are uh, Greek-speaking Jewish women. Yeah. So, Greek-speaking widows. Yes. That's a, that's a mouthful. It kind of was. There's a, yeah. a lot of, um, there's a lot description words yeah. there. Okay, so uh, these women were being left out or missed during the daily distribution, meaning they weren't receiving their food or supplies, which is a pretty big deal considering this very likely was kind of a traveling group that yeah. went along together. And and if we remember from a few episodes ago, many of these individuals had literally given up everything or sold everything to be a part of and support this group Hmm. so to miss them in the food was that's huge was like pretty rude but also like a big deal for these women who weren't eating yeah yeah and and certainly not the only time we have seen women discriminated against like this is not the first time in scripture nor is it going to be the last time right in scripture and within church history even right so uh, but we do see the men having an issue with what's going on, mm-hmm. and they are the one bringing it up, which I think is interesting. Yeah, and and you know we kind of have to. We'll talk a little bit about the historical side of it mm-hmm. in, in a little bit, but um, you know I I actually think with the men bringing it up and speaking to the disciples about this issue is there's just a dignified and what I would call an appropriate response. Yes. So rather than stirring some of the disunity or, or causing further strife, the 12 disciples, they've, the, the apostles, they summoned all of the other disciples together and they explained that you know, they are unable within their current capacity to care for and manage 
all areas of this now large group. Remember, there's thousands of them. Right. There would have been a lot of like different needs. And as yeah. the group grew, there would be more needs to have. So the solution was to appoint seven other individuals whose sole responsibility would be to ensure that the distribution was done correctly and fairly each day. So this is exactly what happened. Seven men in good rapport with the group were appointed as leaders of the distribution of food and other essentials. Okay, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, question. Yes. Do you think that as the women, the women had this issue, yep. like it was, they were the ones being missed. So do you think that it was unfair that there were no women appointed to the seven to help kind of solve the issue? Yeah, uh, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, we certainly look at this through the lens of our own society and our own culture. Right. Um, but we weren't there, so it's hard to know. But we do have to remember the historical context of the time. These these boundaries or mm-hmm. social constructs were were pretty normal for right. them. Kind of why, we, like, the men who brought it forward would have had to have been the ones to bring it forward in order for that... For the issue to be addressed at yeah. all. And, right? it, and it wasn't a suppression thing perhaps is it, it i mean a lot of it was to do with respect and so that went both ways right and i think we have to be to be be careful here is is to say was the cultural norm at that time yeah right or wrong and that's not what we're, we don't know and we're not and what we're saying is we're not we're not in a place to be able to judge that right and, and John and I are not historians. <laughs> no. But what we are saying is the cultural norm mm-hmm. is now being challenged by the people who had some power. Exactly. And that's a very good thing. Yeah. So, um, so I don't, you know, all that to say, I don't, it doesn't necessarily mean that the women were treated less or worse than in right. that cultural scenario. scenario, but it was a different system of representing uh, oneself and and one's needs right uh, okay to the larger group i can i can stand i can stand behind that and yep. it, you know I, i'm getting it all right the cool thing here is is this was the start it was the start of some of the structure we see in today's churches right so often when we go to church today uh today's churches there will be a, a maybe a pastor or several pastors a teaching team some volunteers a worship leader or leaders and so on. Like there's lots of people in different roles. A lot of working parts, right. That's right. And so each of them have their own responsibilities and areas and, you know, expertise that allows the church to function as a whole. And then from that, then it serves a lot wider of a population, a lot more people within the community, rather than simply, you know, being under one leadership or one group or one individual, the, the, the reach would be a lot more narrow. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly what the disciples recognized here, right? They wanted to devote themselves to prayer and the continual growth of, of that early church that was right. being I formed. Mean, only having 12 of them, they would have had a lot to do. Yes. Like, they would have been spread thin. If they, all, if they got to this point delegating now, like at thousands of yeah. people like they're already delegating late in the game i can see why there were issues arising because there's yeah. 12 of them trying to manage this whole scenario yeah. like if i told my pastor like at our church so there's a food bank yeah if i told my pastor like and you now have the food bank to organize and figure out yeah. she'd be like oh 
pardon. Right. Uh, there's not a chance I can get everything done. In a like, week. and you have to walk with this group of 5,000 people from Edmonton to Calgary, which is like... <laughs> were they traveling? Well, I think so. Very good. Because they were teaching new people, so they had to go find new people. Very well, And some be. people probably found them. It was a mix, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> As we said, we're not historians. <laughs> to but, reiterate, we are not historians. But it is to say that th- the 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 whole thing mm-hmm. re- that the, they also recognized the disciples here. They recognized that with the expansion of this group, yeah, that they were just unable to meet everybody's needs, and and their re- leadership needed to be focused on on just a few things so they needed yeah they just needed to delegate right they found what was most important and what they were most gifted like for yeah. them the, t- the yep. 12 of them and then they delegated which delegation john that's another lesson maybe do, you yeah. and i could use how do we feel how do yeah. we feel about yeah delegation? uh let's stay on topic yeah we're not great at it no we're no. not <laughs> not at all all right um we are not always the best at giving some away of our some of our responsibilities. Can we delegate camp, delegation? Can I delegate someone to learn delegation for me? I don't think it works that way. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. Yeah, right. we'll we'll get better at it yeah. later. Okay. Anyway, so the disciples here they delegated this you know their these responsibilities and and which allowed these people and all of it and the thousands of people that were there to continually to be it allowed them to continually get cared for. So that's awesome. Their reach grew, their understanding grew. But John, what does this teach us for today? Right. So I, I think we can learn something from all of this. Okay. As well as from our country. Right. Canada. Okay. And I think there's some pretty big lessons. I'm, lessons. I'm, I'm listening, but I am not following. You're not following? No. All right. Let <laughs> me put some dots together for you. Okay. I think one of the most amazing things the disciples did here was they were humble enough to take the criticism, hmm. right? And that's hard. Like that's just flat out hard to receive some criticism and admit when you're wrong. Right. And they did it. So Because someone came to them and said like, hey, you're missing these people. Yeah. You're doing this wrong. You're, this, is, this is a big issue. And we don't know how the conversation went, but nope. it could, be, could have went well. It could have been hard to receive. Yeah. But they received it and they admitted they're wrong nonetheless. And, and we sadly see the opposite of this all the time throughout history. You know, we know as a world that there have been wars, there's been separations, genocides, all based on prejudice of, of race, gender, religious beliefs, and, and, and more. So mm. uh, we often let the differences divide us. Right. We're not, you know, we're not humble as a group within, you know, history or, you know, we right. see wars to, to take the criticism and admit the wrongs and yep. then that continually causes that disunity or like butting of the head mm-hmm. yeah. in for a very small term butting yeah. of the head I, wars are a lot more than that but <laughs> they are okay so what does this have to do with our country then or uh, or also what does it have to do with admitting or i'm still not connecting okay that. so <laughs> I'll, I'll keep talking okay all right so i think as, as soon as we become unable to humble ourselves yeah and recognize where we have where we have intentionally or unintentionally marginalized a people group or a person, we actually risk missing the importance of why God made us different in the first place. Mm. Right? Okay. That is making sense. Okay. So now you're putting some dots together. Yeah. Okay. So I, I would assume then um, being, 
you know, November 22nd here, and we're recording this a little bit before, that your connection to Canada, the country that we live in, would yep. be to do with the residential schools, which has been a really big and powerful and important topic that we as a country have been we opened up that conversation a lot more in the last six months to year you are correct we have to admit as a church and as a country those actions uh around the residential schools they were deplorable they Mm. were they were sick they were disgusting yeah and and we need to educate ourselves about the past in order to make an informed change in the future right and and educating ourselves is a part of admitting the the wrong yeah and and saying that we recognize that that was wrong we recognize that was wrong we were humble enough to say and now what what's what kind of change do we need to make so we can not live in that any longer right and it makes sense and you know in the case of the residential schools we you know, this September as a country, we instated a day of mourning or a day of recognition, you know, um, to, to recognize the wrongdoings that took place there and, and all of the entirety of it. Now, obviously, a day of remembrance or mourning doesn't solve everything, but it is a step in the right direction of healing and unity. Right. And, and it does seem that God is, <laughs> maybe this is an understating <laughs> something, but God is He's kind of big into unity. <laughs> uh, you know, we read about it all the time, uh, about the body of God, mm-hmm. Christ's body, and the, the church being the body. We learn that differences are meant to be celebrated. In right. fact, they, they are necessary to make the body work to its fullest. Right. And unfortunately, we can't solve all these issues at once, but you know, if we look at the disciples and see their example of humility and leadership and care, you know, we can also see how the church and its diversity can be a really healthy place. Like we see the disciples are humble to admit their wrongs, but we also see then the forgiveness of the women on the other side of that. Yeah. And just because they st- changed the structure that did not mean it was easy right. for them to reconcile all of those things. Right. There was admittance and grace and forgiveness on both sides of, mm-hmm. of of it you know as as we said earlier the church being run and led by humans it, it will never be without fault hmm. we are we're all sinful and we'll all continue to sin against god therefore the need for us to continually evaluate and and humble ourselves to critique and and missteps will always be there right so okay so to wrap up this conversation or, or actually you know what to put a pause on this camp conversation that, rather because it. it seems like this conversation needs to continual continually be had the yeah conversations it need, needs to be ongoing the needs conversation to be, needs to be ongoing that's a much better way of saying it than what i was attempting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes and uh, you know we need to take a lesson from today's scripture and continue to grow this conversation so Let's, let's do that now. Let's take a lesson from today's scripture. That's a great idea. I think the lesson here today is to admit our wrongs, hmm. that need, and that needs to happen in order us to, for us to find growth both personally and as a, as a group. Right. That's, that's very well said, John. And speaking of growth, I assume it's growth tip time. Growth tip time. A time when we come together 
and throw out a tip or trick that helps us all grow in a relationship with Jesus. I don't, I don't know what you mean by come together. Like you and I are here in the same room and the people are listening. In away. thought. In thought. In thought. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's fair. Right. We'll let you have that one. Okay. All right. Today's whole topic. So we this season we've been, you know, kind of exploring topics or questions that we received during summer camp. But today's whole topic were was given to us by a camper. So we're just gonna jump straight into our growth tip and hopefully we answered the question that came in yes. this summer. Sounds great. Our growth tip for today is admit a wrong to God mm-hmm. and seek forgiveness. Hmm. Right. So the act of confession and accepting forgiveness from God, living in God's grace, is is extremely life-changing. I think we just had a couple of topics about confession. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So you can go back and listen to those. But our hearts change the more we lean into a relationship with God, and that includes confession. So this mm-hmm. means, you know, recognizing and realizing we are not perfect, and God is there to offer grace to us. And, and putting in the hard work. It, yes. Admitting a wrong, confessing that sin, and yeah. and allowing that grace to change our hearts and to put in the work to to do the change, to be changed. Yeah. Is it's tough. It is awesome. It's such a great tip for today. And you know, although we all sin and fall short of the glory of God, we're not apart from God. He is always with us. Yeah, he is, and and with that comes the freedom that only he can give. Hmm. Thank you all for talking tackling this topic with us. If you have any comments, concerns, or questions, don't hesitate to reach out. We are, as we said, we are keeping this conversation open. So reach out to us on Instagram at Bible Story Pod. May you feel the freedom of the Lord this week. And remember, there's nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Coming up on the Bible Story Podcast, we are sharing an incredibly sad story. Everything was going so well, but then tragedy struck. Yeah, one of the believers was murdered. How are the others going to respond? We will see that in the worst case scenario, the story of Jesus spread faster than ever. 